Hello my beautiful listeners, how are you guys doing? It's a beautiful week again and of course a beautiful month and happy new month to you guys. Um, my name is Anya Doing, and you're welcome back to my podcast, Moments with Anya Doing. You know, I didn't record for just two weeks and it feels like I'm not recording for months. <laughs> Anyways, I'm glad to be back. Even if I didn't go anywhere, I'm glad to be here again. So without further ado, I'll just be moving straight into this episode. And I really don't want to talk too much in this episode. Yeah, so help me God. So I titled this episode, Do Not Go Back to Sleep. Yeah, I mean you listening to me, do not go back to sleep. And this episode is actually speaking to every youth out there. I mean the Nigerian youth, the Sorosoke generation. Oh my God. See, I'm, I'm glad to be a part of this generation, honestly. You know, a generation that could rise up for what is right. A generation that could rise up to fight for their freedom, honestly. The boldness is just too much. I'm glad to be part of this generation. And to me, it felt like democracy was actually practiced for the first time in Nigeria during the NSAS protest. You might be asking what of the elections that we've been holding. Fine, I know election is an essential part of um, a democratic system of government, but the ones we practice in Nigeria, I don't understand. Yeah. I mean, imagine an aspirant going to a locality to pay them so they will vote for him or giving them full stuff because he wants them to vote for him. And because these people are not enlightened, because they are poor, because they are suffering, they would actually vote for him. Yeah, is that democracy? So to me, the first time I witnessed democracy in Nigeria was during the NSAS protest. And I'm saying kudos to to us, more grace to our helpers. And please do not let anybody make you feel like um we failed or we are losers. If I mean, if you took part in that protest, um, whether online or physically or through the prayers or anything, please, we are not losers. Don't let anybody make you feel like you're a loser or a failures. I mean, I know Ibumarang. I know um we didn't get the desired um result, but please. We're not losers. The fact that we could go out there to say what we want, the fact that we could, you know, go out there to meet our so-called leaders, please, we tried. And what they just showed us is they showed us that they are not human beings. And I'm not saying that. I'm saying that unapologetically. Yeah, I'm not shy to say that. Yeah, they just showed us that they are not humans. So that is why I want to let you know that you shouldn't go back to sleep. And just so you know, I'm not talking about the literal sleep, like going to your bed to cover yourself or to close your eyes. No, that's not what I mean. You know, it is believed that um, Nigerian youths have been sleeping all this while. You know, it is believed that Ati Horn, we've been snoring and Ati Falala. <laughs> I don't know what Lala means in English, but you know, when you sleep for too long, by the time you wake up, you see um, something on your cheeks. They call it Lala in Yoruba. I don't know what it's called in English, but it is believed that we've been sleeping for too long and suddenly we woke up. Yeah, the change was so sudden. I mean, so many people didn't expect it, but they pushed us to the wall and we had to face them back. So I'm letting you know that you shouldn't go back to sleep. We have come to the consciousness of the fact that these people are not worthy to be called our leaders. 
they don't have an interest at art. They are they are bad people. We've we've come to know, and we've seen so many atrocities they've committed. So please, do not forget that. I'm not saying we should go back to the streets to protest or to go and cause more chaos or labalus. No, that's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying that. Please keep it in your mind that these people are bad people. Okay, forget the fact that they are bad people. Just know that they are too old to rule us. They are too old to be called our leaders. I mean, how will a man that is old enough to be my great-grandfather be ruling me? He, what does he know? Ah, please, oh, let's just keep that in mind. And I know so many of us are waiting for 2023 to come around and then, you know, we'll flush them out of the system. But please, don't let 2023 come and then story will change. Ah, if I hear it, if I hear it, if I hear it, Oh my god, I won't do anything but <laughs> honestly, please. That's when um elections will come and then we start hearing eh because that man fixed our streets. That's why we want to vote for him the second time. Please don't even do that. We don't want these people again. They've done enough. Please don't let us that's what I mean by we shouldn't go back to sleep. We are awake, we are fully awake, and we should not even go back. We should not even think of having them again. That's the first thing I would like to say. Now, the second thing I want to say is learn to pray for your country. Yeah. <laughs> I know someone out there wants to slap me or punch me or just be violent with me, but I don't care. It's the truth. Please, learn to pray for your country. And when I say pray for your country, I don't mean the kind of prayers you say when there is a um, problem or when people are dying. No, that's not what I mean. I mean, why should we wait for problems to occur or why should we wait for people to start dying before we organize prayer works or before we would know that we want to pray for our country? I mean, a pastor actually said that before um, the whole um, protest, before the whole killing and everything, the last time he prayed for Nigeria, he said he can't remember. Yeah. Imagine that. And I know so many of us actually do that. You know, I was talking to a friend of mine. Yeah, I was talking to a friend of mine a day after the Lekki massacre and everything. And then the guy was like, he's tired of Nigeria. He's tired of the country. Uh, look at what we did. We tried talking to them and then they faced us back. See what they did. They made it fruitless and everything. And I didn't know what to say. So, something just came up in my mind. So, I told him that, guy, look, I know we are frustrated. Everybody's tired. But if we all say we're tired and then we give up, then what would become of our nation? What would become of the generations that are coming behind us? And then the guy said, so I told him that, let's just keep praying. Let's go back to God. Let's let him know what's going on and everything. Hey! And then, do you know what my guy said? <laughs> he said, see he doesn't want to say any. I don't want to say anything because if I should say what is in my mind as regards what you just said, I would disappoint you. But let me just let you know that going back to God has never been the way forward, and it would never be, be the way forward. Ah, and I was shocked. My body was shaking. <laughs> I honestly, I didn't know what to say. I felt in. I, I felt disappointed. I was disappointed because. I was like, wow. 
And I know so many people are out there thinking like that, feeling like God has never been the way forward and he will never be the way forward. Ah, I'm sorry for you. See these people we are fighting against them. They have money. They are influential. They know people. You know, things will happen at the snap of their finger. So, please, who are we? Who am I? Who is my father? I don't have money. I'm broke. I don't have a weapon. So, how do I want to fight with them? You know, there was something I told a friend that, you know, we spoke to our leaders. We spoke to them like human beings. We told them what we wanted. And then, they didn't listen to us. So, if they won't listen to us, why not let us go back to the person who made them? And that is God. You know, we need a force that is more than their own force to actually resolve everything that is on ground. And that is God. So, please, if you are out there thinking that um, God has never been the way forward and he will never be the way forward in this country. Ah, please, forget me. I'm not trying to be religious here. No, I'm not trying to preach to you. I'm not trying to give you a cliche response. No. That's not what I'm doing. But I'm actually trying to tell you the truth. Okay, liking your liking um the youth out there, liking uh, let's um compare ourselves with um David and then our leaders. Imagine they are Goliath. Could David have fought Goliath with Thai's small stature without weapon? No. We can't fight this our leaders ourselves. We can't do it ourselves. So that's why I'm saying that. Learn to pray for your country. Learn to, you know, even if it's not every day, even if it's two times a week, it is something. Please, let us learn to tell God what we want. Let's tell him what we are feeling. You know, we have, and my Bible tells me that we do not have a God or a king or a priest that cannot be touched by the feelings of our infirmities. He knows what we are going through. He knows what is happening. So please, let us speak up to him. Let us don't don't wait for problems to occur. You know everything feels right. You know during that protest time, during the protest period, during the um all chaos and everything, people were organizing prayer walks. You know I heard of prayer walks in every state in the country, and I was happy. I felt wow, this is actually very nice. But everything has gone back to being normal now, and then no more prayer walks, no more um prayers for the country and everything so i'm asking should we wait for problems to occur before we you know organize prayer works for the country and even if you cannot go for prayer even if we can organize prayer works you can pray alone for your country even if it is god bless nigeria every day please let's endeavor to say it i know many of us want to many of us want to burn away from this from this country we want to travel abroad please don't get it twisted even me i want to travel out of this country if i get an offer now that i am doing oh yeah now let's travel to america or australia you know i'll just argue and accept your offer yeah you just be listening to moments with i doing from one top-notch country but now that we are still here would we still would we fold our arms and let things get worse no so the summary of everything i'm saying in this episode is one Remain in the consciousness of the fact that these people are not worthy to be our leaders. And when the right time comes, that is the election time, we are going to flush them out of the system. We are not going to allow ourselves to get deceived again. I don't know about you. I won't allow myself to get deceived again. That's one. And two, learn to pray for your country every time. Please, learn to pray for your country. My mom always says that 
Nkotunda ufe adura. Eti ude danu ufe adura. Please, our country needs prayers. Please, let's endeavor to, you know, pray for our country every now and then. Do not wait for problems to occur before you know that you would cry to God. So, I said I don't want to talk too much in this episode. Yeah, that's all I have to say in this episode. And, um... I'm going to be playing this song for you. I'm, I'll be leaving you with this song. The title is um, Great Nation by Timmy Dakulu. Yeah. You should um, enjoy the song, you know, flow with the vibe, go with the flow. And it, as much as you are going to enjoy the song, please don't forget to listen to the lyrics. Listen to what it is, what it is saying. You know, the lyrics is more important than any other thing. So please listen to it. Let it speak to you. And um, so that's all I have to say in this episode. Thanks for listening. I love you guys. And um, do well to send in your reviews, your opinions, your feedbacks. And don't forget to share this episode with your friends, with your loved ones, with everyone out there. Let them know that we should not go back to sleep. We are awake and we are fully awake. So thanks for listening. I love you guys and um, bye for now.